0: Hey there! Welcome to episode 3 of The Honesty Project. I'm glad that you are joining me today. Um, If you haven't already, please take a listen to the other two. The first one is about um, finding magic and heartbreak. The second one is about getting yourself out of a rut or kind of things to help you through being stuck in a funk. This one's going to be a little bit more uplifting, This one is getting through first date jitters, and uh, this is something that I kind of hope you listen to right before a first date, or if you have trouble with first dates in general. But I kind of I love having things to listen to before a first date um, to kind of get me pumped up and put me in the right mindset. So hopefully that's what this is for you. It's interesting because I don't get as nervous before job interviews or um, before like public speaking or anything like that, like a group project back when I was in school. Those didn't make me that nervous. A first date makes me so nervous. And so I kind of um, would have a ritual like, you know, my beauty ritual where I would brush my teeth and make sure my hair is good and make sure my makeup is good just to feel confident, but also like listening to certain music or I have some books that I like to read that are just like full of quotes that kind of put me in the right mindset. So Maybe if you have one of those, this could be one of those things that you add to your rituals. For one, um, here's the thing about dates they're nerve wracking and there's a reason it's because you're being vulnerable you are giving someone the signal that you are willing to have them assess you as a potential partner maybe not even as a long-term partner maybe as a sex partner a casual partner just someone to hang out with so you're really giving someone permission to um to spend time with you and you have you have done that and they have um they have expressed the same desire to have you assess them so it's a two-way street the thing is um you're, it's it's healthy to challenge yourself to try new things and to put yourself out there i think that that's really healthy it builds character um but never should you feel like you have to feel unsafe. Um, if your gut is telling you that something about a date or any, any process in dating doesn't feel right, uh, never, never undermine that. Um, I know a lot of times our friends really want to encourage us to put ourselves out there, to really try new things, to be exciting, to be spontaneous. And they mean well when they say those things, but You're the only person who really understands your well-being the best and uh, always always do what you need to do to feel safe. What I do before, a lot of times before a first date, I'll send my friends this, the person's information, like their phone number or like generally where they live or where I'm going to be, um, not to give them an opportunity to like violate their privacy. That's not what I'm doing it for. and None of my friends ever do that, but it just gives me that extra layer of um, certainty that God forbid, worst case scenario, if they don't hear from me, they have somewhere to start to see where I am to make sure I'm okay. So feel free to take whatever steps you need to do to feel safe. Um, Asking them to hang out in your neighborhood is something that you can totally ask for. Um, If you ever feel like you're in a situation where you have to excuse yourself in the middle of the day because you do not feel safe or comfortable, um, you should always feel like you are allowed to do that. So that's kind of some important like bookkeeping and housekeeping that needs to be addressed because sometimes we um are told to push ourselves but that doesn't ever mean that we undermine our safety or our dignity. So, with that aside, um how how do you get yourself in the right mind frame before a first date? One thing that I like to do is instead of thinking of a first date jitter like instead of thinking of the nervousness as something bad like oh my god something bad's gonna happen to me it's not gonna go well what if I'm not pretty enough what if I'm not cool enough what if I'm not um funny enough instead of thinking of those that anxious energy as something negative you can reframe that you can reframe it as wow I'm nervous and I'm excited because I don't know what's gonna happen anything could happen um we could go here, we could go there, we could have sparks flying, I could, uh, he could be really funny, or she could be really funny, they could, they could have a really great car, like, all these unknowns are in front of you, and it's not often in life that we get to think of, um, of a scenario that's completely... That's completely up in the air, like that kind of unpredictability. As we get older, like sometimes it feels like life isn't as exciting anymore. So this is one of those times where we can really drink up that excitement and that anticipation. Um, so think of it that way, and it's really important to put yourself in a positive mind frame before a first date instead of a negative one, because the thing is, people tend to really, people are really able to read and. F- feel our energy um, on an unconscious level, even if you're not aware of it. So if you walk into a first date not feeling good about it, first of all, maybe you didn't ever want to go on a date with this person to begin with, which that's maybe something you need to address (laughs) before you go on it. But if you're super nervous and that nervousness is taking a toll on your comfort, people are going to be able to read some things up, but they might not be able to tell, oh, this person's just really nervous. Sometimes when we're nervous or defensive or feeling a little bit vulnerable, we cope with that by putting up a wall. And I know sometimes my wall can be, I can start kind of having an attitude or I can start trying to look all cool and hoady and double make hair, And that can really give off the wrong impression and start things off on the wrong foot. So try to put yourself in a positive mind frame, you know, uh, be willing to smile when you first see them, look excited. Uh, So really pump yourself up how you need to. And again, reframe that anxiousness, reframe that anxiety, and think of it as exciting. It's a mystery. It's fine. It's okay not to know what's going to happen. The next thing is kind of lean into that vulnerability. Um, Another thing sometimes we tend to do when we feel vulnerable is we try to put on an act or we try to channel someone else. um, And we try to be someone that we're not when really there's nothing wrong with who you are. There is nothing wrong with who you already are. You don't have to act cooler than you are. Um, This person either asked you on a date or agreed to go on a date with you. So you have nothing to prove. Um, And neither do they. It's just that it's just about, do you guys click? So be willing to kind of have fun, poking fun at yourself, maybe. Um, I remember the first time that I went on a date with the person that I'm seeing right now, I... um, tripped on the way, getting into his car. I had just met him online, so I hadn't seen him ever in my life. And that was my first impression. Um, And that actually made things a lot easier for me because I, from then on, I didn't have a chance to be a super suave, cool girl. I was myself from the very beginning and I didn't have a choice and it ended up being really fun for me. So don't trip. Um, or don't force yourself to trip because that's not genuine, but be willing to kind of just feel light and feel airy and not feel so burdened by the need to prove anything. Um, make jokes or, you know, keep up a conversation and and ask how their day was or compliment their outfit or, you know, small talk gets a bad rap, but but if you're too much in your head trying to think of the right thing to say, that can cause you to have the wrong energy on a date. People can really read authenticity. Um, and the more authentic you come across and the more authentic they come across, um, the the better the dynamic is going to be and the better the chemistry is going to be. And that being said, you know, I'm, I'm telling you all of these things. Um, on the other side of that, if someone is kind of giving off somewhat weird vibes in the beginning, maybe grant them a little bit of immunity in the first few moments of a date. Uh, Like I said, we all put up walls. We don't realize that we're doing it. So if someone feels really uh, stiff and unpleasant in the beginning of a date, give it some time. Give it some time to open up, maybe even comment and say, hey, you look a little bit nervous or you look a little stiff or are you having fun? I just want to check in to make sure that you're fine. That might just open the floodgates, and you might realize that this person actually has a lot to offer you in terms of a date. Um, they were just really nervous. Don't, don't, don't be the jerk that you wouldn't want to be on a date with. Um, be willing to kind of open your heart and open your mind, and. That's the other thing is none of this is necessarily gender or sex specific. All of these things can apply to either side of the date. So um, men, women, and anyone who identifies as non-binary, none of of the advice that I'm giving you necessarily has to do with traditional gender norms. Uh, But bringing that up, um, when it comes to paying for a date that is such a sticky and difficult topic. Um, A lot of people have really strong opinions about who pays for a date, um, depending on the gender, um, depending on who asked. Now... There are a few schools of thought. A lot of people are st- hard and fast about the rules. The guy pays, uh, which that rule isn't going to apply on a on a date um, that is not a heterosexual date. So that's going things are going to get a little bit sticky for that. But for heterosexual dating, a lot of people believe the guy should pay. Um, other people believe whoever asked the other person, the person on the date, should pay. So if Bob asks. Tyler, um, Bob should pay. Um, That seems a lot more fair to me, Uh, but in general, um, the reason that some people want to be paid for is because they want to feel pursued, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all want to feel pursued, and we have different ways of exhibiting that, Um, but dating shouldn't, you know, put you in debt or anything like that. What I always do um, as a heterosexual female I try to send the message that I am not after someone's money and that, um, that I am not necessarily rigidly, uh, beholden to gender norms because they can work for me and they can work against me. So when the check comes, I always offer to split it. And often because I date heterosexual men, um, they say, no, 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 I got it. And I say, are you sure? I don't mind. And they, if, if at that point, they say, well, I guess you could, then I then I go ahead and I take my card out and we split it. Um, if after that offer, they insist, I'm not going to push it. If they want to pay, if they planned on paying, go ahead. I'm not going to take, take away someone's opportunity if that's something that they really want to do to show that they're pursuing me or show that they appreciate my company. Um, normally, I bring cash with me on a date if someone covers the bill. I always try to cover the tip. I might be a little bit more pushy with that because I always feel like I want to hold down some weight. Um, but my point here is that you can make the rules, but you don't have to make it a big deal. I always think it's a huge bummer when a date is going really well in every other way and the payment is what bogs it down. Um, so that's my that's my game plan. I offer once if someone offers to pay. I, I ask, are you sure if they insist? And then I let it go. Um you know i have a friend who has been going through some financial troubles right, lately and she recently you know she told me that recently when she goes out on dates she before they go out on that date she's like are you paying cuz i'm broke and i really like her approach she's really upfront she lets someone know where she's at um and always it's been yeah i'm paying um and if you want to be that upfront and that blunt I say, go for it. Um, so that's the whole sticky paying stuff. Um, now the end of the date, everyone has a different timeline. Everyone has something different that they want to get out of dating. Again, you get to make the rules. If you had a really great time with this person and you would like to get intimate with them, then by all means, do it and feel safe and, you know, be willing to say stop when you, um, be comfortable saying stop whenever you want to stop. Um, be comfortable setting boundaries. I always, you know, um, encourage people to be as upfront as they can. If you did not plan on having sex with this person on a first date, uh, maybe letting them know, uh, maybe you want to take it as it goes, and that's also fine. Um, consent has to be ongoing. You never owe somebody sex, for that matter. You don't owe someone your presence. So communication is really important. Um, so don't be afraid to kind of communicate what you need in every moment. And that on the other side of that, be willing to hear other people and open your Ears and be willing to hear them when they communicate. Do not ever enter a date, ever, ever, expecting that someone do something. Ever. Um, That's not fun. That's not attractive to act entitled. And, you know, hear people out and be willing to listen to the things they say and listen to their body language to assess whether or not they're comfortable and be willing to ask. Be willing to straight up ask when it comes to the intimacy. Are you comfortable with this? It doesn't have to be some intense uh, interrogation. You can just check in and I'm sure that your date will really appreciate that if you're not comfortable that's just as appropriate that's just as okay um the one thing that i would say is if you decide not to show any sort of physical intimacy at the end of the date again that's absolutely fine but you know everyone speaks a different language um when it comes to dating and so using your words as much as is appropriate is a good idea so tell them, hey, I had a really good night tonight. I'm going to head home, but, you know, if if you had a really good night too, I would definitely love for us to go on another date, um, and maybe I'd like to hear from you again. And from there, you will probably be able to tell right away how they feel about that. And I have uh, no reason to believe that they wouldn't want to go on another date with you because you're awesome. Uh, And then from there, you know, don't worry about the three-day rule. I always like to send a text, especially if I really liked someone at the end of the date to say, hey, I had a really good time. I hope I get to see you again. Um, I have a harder time. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a harder time um, following up with someone after a date when it wasn't exactly smooth or when I didn't have a good time or when the chemistry just wasn't there. Um, I have been guilty of... uh, I've been guilty of kind of being uncommunicative and not responding to people's texts, but I say my rule is, and you can always disagree with me, (laughs) send me an email, uh, lunaneur00gmail.com. I think I won't send a text right after the date. Um, I might send a text saying, thank you. Thank you for dinner. Um, thank you for taking me out or whatever, if that's appropriate. But I generally don't feel the need to say right away, hey, sorry, I didn't have a good time Uh, or I don't think there's any chemistry there. Eh, I don't know if that's necessary. If they text you the next day asking you to hang out, you can say, you know, I think that you're a great person. I really appreciate the time that I got to spend with you. I I always appreciate spending time with cool people. Um, I didn't necessarily feel a lot of chemistry and that has more to do with me than it does to do with you. I think that that's a really appropriate response. Um, so just be willing to be honest. I think that you would want someone to do that to you. Uh, so so golden rule always applies with dating. I think it applies in dating more so than it applies in a lot of other areas. So if you didn't like someone, um, if you didn't click with someone, if the chemistry just wasn't there no matter how open – you were trying to be, no matter how honest you were trying to be, no matter how much you were trying to get this person to be honest with you, sometimes the chemistry just isn't there and you don't click. And again, that doesn't have to be anyone's fault. Um, you don't have to take that to heart. This was not, you You know, there wasn't, don't ever, like I said, don't ever enter a date with expectations that somebody else behaves another way. That's never appropriate. We can never set expectations for other people to do something that we want them to do. We can only set expectations of what our boundaries are when it comes to respect, but we can't get people to um, like us. We can't get people to have sex with us. We can't get people to be our partners. If it doesn't click for them, then it doesn't click for them. If it doesn't click for you, then it doesn't click for you. The only goal that you should have entering a date is that you are going to exercise honesty, vulnerability, and openness, and just explore uh, getting to know another person. That is a really important exercise in life. Meeting people and developing social skills and learning about yourself and how you connect with other people, that should always be the end goal of a first date. Uh, It shouldn't be that you want to get into a relationship with this person or get into bed with this person because that's not something... that you can decide that's a joint decision. Um, So I hope that some of this helped you. Um, If you have any like first date tips, you know, if you listen to Beyonce before first date, I often do. If you read a particular book, one of my favorites to read before first date is Cheryl Strayed, Uh, Tiny Beautiful Things. It's a series of quotes um, from her writing and they're just so insightful and they really put me in like a much calmer present mindset. Um, She's just a badass woman. Any book that you've read by badass women, if you can just pick it up um, and open the page and read the quote, that's a great book. One of the books that I connect with as a woman really deeply is um, why does he do that nope, not that one. I'm sorry. Women Who Love Too Much. There's a book called Women Who Love Too Much and um, it's about a lot of the the struggles that a lot of women have in relationships that aren't healthy, in which um women feel like they're giving too much in relationships definitely something that I recommend but there's a quote book from that that you can just pick up and open one of the quotes and that helps me it puts me in a much more confident perspective um it puts me in like that strong woman mindset so I would I would think about maybe creating a collection of things like that so um hopefully you found this helpful Give me uh, give me a shout out via email if you have anything to say. My email is Luna Noor. That's L-U-N-A-N-U-R zero zero at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Honesty Project. Um, I hope that you join us. I hope that you subscribe. Don't forget to do that. If you have been here for the past three episodes, please, please, please uh, leave me a review on iTunes. Just let me know that you're listening. I would love to hear from you. Have a great rest of the week.